0: what's good y'all how you doing i hope everybody is feeling okay feeling lovely feeling glorious waking up and being thankful eating drinking water taking a shower washing your damn hands washing your face okay staying inside you know all that good mess only going outside when you have to not when you want to you know but i i have some, oh shit, I think I broke my pen, wait, oh there we go, got it, oh wait, no I don't, okay, there we go, got it, anyway, so I have some crazy ass tea that I've been seeing on social media, like I feel like everybody's bored. Like, people are running out of ideas or running out of things to do. So they're trying to, like, basically find other shit to do. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? By being invested in other people's lives or, you know, questioning certain things that they... Um, they never really put two and two together. <clears throat> like, for instance, a couple of days ago... Um, I was seeing on Twitter that like, people were talking about Kirk and Rashida. And for those of you who don't know who they are, they are um, reality stars on Love & Hip Hop Atlanta. And I saw a tweet that was saying something about, something around the lines of that Kirk was, Kirk adopted Rashida when she was like 15, 16. You know, and they've been together for 20 years and all this type stuff. And, you know, her mom was a drug addict and everything like that. So Kirk had to, like, you know, clarify that he did not, you know, adopt Rashida. And he's not going to tell nobody age or anything like that. But, like, y'all really need to cut the shit. Y'all need to be focused on them checks that y'all supposed to be getting in your bank account rather than being so fucking involved and focused on what he's doing about his. And I couldn't agree more. I think people are just really, really bored and they're running out of fucking ideas and they're running out of shit to do. So, (laughs) why not go after Kirk and Rashida? But, like, one thing I disagree about that whole situation is that, like, they were trying to compare him to R. Kelly. Now, I'm sure... Kirk got money, but he he doesn't have R. Kelly's money, so, (laughs) you know, a lot, so R. Kelly had a lot of people behind him that knew about his little shit that he was doing, and not one person, you know, spoke up about it and everything, so it's like, until we saw, like, the surviving R. Kelly documentaries, that's when everybody was just like, oh my god, he's such a horrible person, and, and blah, 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 so on and so forth. But, nigga's in jail now. I don't think he's getting out anytime soon. So, um, after that whole forbacco, we got Raven and Keeley and the rivalry of that and stuff. I guess Keeley was going on her live, you know, talking about how, like, you know, she doesn't talk to Adrian by loan and everything. And she doesn't consider her as a true friend. And she considers her as a fake-ass friend and all this type of jibber-jabber that a lot of people really didn't know about the history of the Cheetah Girls and the history of DLW. And um, Raven and Keely, they went, uh, Keely went on Raven's Live. I don't know if y'all saw, but Keely went on Raven's Live and she was basically apologizing to her and basically telling her that she's, you know, she's apologetic and all this type of stuff, whatever, whatever. And... After when Keely got off, you know, <laughs> Raven is going going around with her laugh. Because <laughs> that laugh is hysterical. I can't. Shout out to you, Ray, But that laugh, sis, is hilarious. Because she's just like, mm, I can tell you right now that I haven't spoken to this girl since the first Cheetah Girls. And I'm just, me, I'm just like mad confused. I was like, really? The first Cheetah Girls? Y'all never had a conversation? Y'all even had a second one. <laughs> y'all didn't even speak then (laughs) but you know i was always a big fan of the cheetah girls when they turned it into three and raven wasn't in it i was kind of mad so to be honest with you i never saw cheetah girls three i kept it as cheetah girls one and two didn't see the third one and the only reason why i didn't see it was because of the fact that raven wasn't in it okay that is it (laughs) Shit! oh my gosh but that shit is hilarious on some real but it's like you you could you could tell on some real shit you know what I mean like with that with that whole Favago with like their whole little drama that transpired you know you can't you can't consider everybody your friend you can't you can't just work with anybody you know what I'm saying but like they had they had a contract obviously but like you can't like I said before you can't consider everybody your friend like or anybody that you think that has good vibes with you or whatever the case is you can't like you just can't assume that person's personality because anything could happen in due time like my boy Emmanuel you know what I'm saying I have been such a big ass fan of his ever since I was in high school so for those of you who are fans of Emmanuel Hudson, he's he's now on Wild and Out and everything. I don't know if you guys know about spoken reasons. You know that, you know, I think he's like 5'8". He looks like a big-headed nigga. Yeah, that one um them two did a video, you know, that that, you know, that classic ass asking all them questions. Yo, still a bop to this day, right? So Emmanuel went on his live and he started to explain the actual story of what transpired between them because it was like five, six years later because Spoken Reasons was on and Out and he was pretty much trying to, you know, be cool, whatever the case is, but Emmanuel came at his soul and he was just like, bro, it's been five, six years. You stole money from me and the only reason why you on here is because my name is on it and like he said something about him apologizing and Emmanuel basically explained that day that that was literally the time that he actually saw him in like 6 years and you know Emmanuel had his own platform you know what I'm saying like he was doing She ratchet like he's very known for a lot of a lot of good things even his even with his brother too so um like, long story short for them, I don't know if y'all if y'all saw the live, but the live was real deep and I was just mad amazed because you know to for me, like when I was calculating it, I was like, damn, that is the that is the only time I actually saw them niggas together. Like, was when asking all them questions came out and you never seen them Together, at all, like you never seen Like if you really paid attention, if you like, if you really are, uh, if you're a fan of Spoken Reasons or if you're a real fan of like Emmanuel Hudson, you would see, you would notice that they did not follow each other for for ill last minute And you know, for us being the outsiders looking in, we we make it seems like they're friends, but in reality, they're really fucking not. They were just working with each other, and spoken wanted clout because of Emmanuel's platform that's why I'm like you've got to be real careful with whomever you do anything with because if you have a higher platform with somebody regardless if you're making money or regardless if you're coming up or whatever the case is people are going to pay attention to your social media that's what it is like you could look at somebody's twitter and you could see the amount of followers they got they're going they're going to come at you and they're going to dm you and be like yo shout out for shout out because of the fact that you have bigger followers than them and they want followers so they're going to hit you up on that shit or you can go on facebook and they can see that you have massive followers from that and so on and so forth and they're trying they're going to try to inbox you and try to be your friend because of your follow because of like your base you know what i'm saying and not saying that All of us, you know, have fans, but a lot of us do have a platform. A lot of us on our social media don't really care for our followers. You know what I'm saying? But at the same time, like some of us are making money off of our followers and off of our social media. So when someone is paying attention to your pages, they're going to try to collide with you and take that clout, that you know that you have and try to get do it for them so i understand like what emmanuel was going at you know what i'm saying because yo when you when you worked hard on something and you worked your ass off to get where you are and you have one specific person taking that shit and trying to make it as their own that is a fucking problem. That that makes you feel like, yo, I'm literally being taken advantage of. And I thought this was cool, people. You know what I'm saying? And that's why we. That's why I always say like, you have to be careful who you fuck around. You have to be careful who you're who like you try to bring it to your circle in any kind of shape way, or form. Because some people got good intentions, but a lot of a lot of people are looking at. At another come come up, you know what I'm saying? They looking at a at an opportunity. That's what they looking at. They're looking at you as an opportunity. And don't ever, and I'm and I'm telling you, don't you ever, guys, feel like you you are feeling like an opportunity to somebody? Because that shit is irritating as fuck, bro. Like if you if you feel if you have a sense of red flags with something with something that's happening or transpiring, yo feel like communicate that shit or drop it or dead it drop it you feel me because some people n- nowadays because you know social media is very very known and shit people will take advantage of the fact that you have a lot of fucking attention to your pages whether if it's your blog page your fucking personal page whether if it's podcasting lip gloss singing fucking videography people are going to Make it seem like they're networking with you when, in reality, they're trying—they're just trying to get something out of you. That's really it. Like, ain't nobody got good intentions anymore. (laughs) Like, on some real shit, nobody has good intentions anymore, and it's kind of fucking sad. But it's like, but it's true. You know what I mean? And it's—it sucks to say, but it literally—you could literally see where where it's drawn and where the the line is being crossed you know what i'm saying and that's where you have to be like be cautious of who you're going to work with who you collide who you team up with whether if it is a friend whether if it is a sibling whether if it is your fucking loved one you got to be careful and you got to be sure that you're doing this for you and not because of the fact that like they are paying attention to the the followers you have, or the attention that you have, or because you're so good at what you do, they're gonna take everything from you. You feel me? Or they're gonna they're gonna be like, all right, you d- you got this going on. That let let's let's do let's do this together. Blase blah so on and so forth. Because for Emmanuel, that was actually his song, and Spoken literally, you know, took that shit and made it seem like it was his, and like. Bro, shout out to Emmanuel for continuing to stay humble because he could have been real spiteful you know what I'm saying he could have been real bitter about it but my dude really stayed, stayed true to himself and didn't allow that little thing to jeopardize his character and when you go through something like that and you like you see how that person is all you got to do is say, yo, best wishes. Best wishes to you, and that is it. Because I'm never going to work with your ass again. You showed me why I shouldn't work for your, work with you, you know what I mean? And the whole thing was just mad shady. Like, I don't know if y'all saw his live, but when I, when I watched it, I felt real, like, bad. I was just like, yo... The, the shit doesn't add up, bro. Two plus two is equaling seven. Like, this is not it. <laughs> I'm not here for it. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So, it's so, like I said, like, you know, even with Spoken and Emmanuel, with the shit that transpired with Raven and Keely and everything like that, bruh, stay humble at all times. Like, for real, for real. Like, with the whole Rashida and Kirk thing. Honestly, I like I said, I feel like people are bored and trying to figure out what the fuck to do because they don't know what the hell's going on with their life. So they had to, you know, get themselves involved in somebody else's life or get this and get themselves involved in in trying to be messy. And honestly, on some real shit, people stop, stop like taking one thing and making it so fucking big because. I'm gonna make this episode. This episode is a two part. So this is the part one of spill the tea. Part two, y'all gonna get, y'all gonna get it too. Trust and believe, because I got some more for you guys. Ugh. I had to. Damn, my hands are mad ashy. Like I could really set a fire with my hands the way my hands are set up right now. <laughs> but, but you know what? Let me get off this shit, okay? So until next time, y'all. Stay motivated. Stay blessed please wash your fucking hands, okay? (laughs) Wash your hands, wash your face, wash your ass. All right. (laughs) Until next time.